you are listening to Andy's vision. You know, because God began to restore my vision. Now, it wasn't like all crystal clear or nothing, but God began to restore it. I saw it. They always ask me that. Every time I see a kid, what happened to your ass? What's important is what happened to this. And from that day, God began to give me more and more vision. In my right eye. In my right eye. I was really blind. God healed me. For real. When people look me in the eye, I want them to see the power of God. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, This is Smiley. I'm your host. Welcome to the podcast sponsored by the Andy Abrams Foundation in honor of my late father, uh, whose voice you just heard. Um, If you are just tuning in, we welcome you here. And we actually, uh, if you wanted to know more about um, what the intro is about and the vision of what we are doing, you can check out our first episode called Blind in One Eye. It kind of walks through our a little bit about my dad and his story, but that's kind of what we use as the base for this theme. So we're excited to to have you here today. We hope that this can be a, a platform for you to um, engage in, listen in, encourage yourself. <laughs> I know I can be encouraged just by um, listening to others that share their stories. So that's what we're here for. And so today, I hope that we can put the restoration of hope back into each other. As we think about vision, we talk about vision. You know, my father, um, his story talks about how he was blind in one eye and God restored the vision in his other eye. And that's the thing is like, I really believe in restoration of vision, physically, emotionally, spiritually. And so we want to talk about that today. We want to talk about that each week. So I hope to use this podcast as a platform, as an opportunity for us to maintain vision. But y'all, seriously. What if you just don't feel like it? <laughs> you know, you ever set a goal where you just started it off and then maybe after, you know, a couple weeks or a couple days, you just want to give up. Today, that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to ask that question. And so this episode is apples or donuts. So before we get into it, um, I want to start with an icebreaker. So I uh, I was on Instagram scrolling and you ever see ads that just know that you obviously been looking for something like this. And I'm like, I did not know this existed. So I found this game called Taboo for the Culture. Now, the ad was like it was a video that was like, you ever play Taboo and you never know what the names are and they have this black guy doing this uh taboo thing and he's confused and so then he shows the taboo for the culture so i got this game and so i want to i can't play taboo as you listen <laughs> but uh just wanted to give you that uh give you that game that and as people come in and as we have guests we'll probably play that but i do want i do want to do this other game it's called saved and sanctified black car revoke uh anybody ever play that so I'm going to pick. So basically the game is like where you uh, the instructions are hilarious. So I'm actually going to read the instructions because it is funny. It trips me out. So um, let's look at these instructions. OK, so this game is called Black Card Revolt, which is a popular game and they have different stack uh, of cards. And so this card stack is called Sanctified saved and sanctified edition okay so this is the game how you play it says you know how we do make your own rules and play the way you want 
that's what you're going to do anyway. <laughs> so let's just have an instructions of the game starts. So it says, it says play individually or in teams, rotate the cards and select one person to read until they say, I want to get a vote. We suggest that you use the black voting cards. Everyone cast their vote. And after the options are read and revealed your, your votes at the same time. Thanks for playing. So, so it's going to be like a multiple choice question. Some have where they're like faxed, where, you know, you have the actual answer. And then others are by popular um, vote. So it's kind of like, you know, the best answer is the majority rules. So I'm going to pull up a random um, card that I. uh <laughs> and I want you to answer. This is if you've grown up in church. Uh, if you if you've grown up in church, this is kind of uh, I've I've definitely been one of those. So, all right. Question: How much should you pay in tithes each month? All right. A, a hundred dollars. B, five percent of the income. C, ten percent of the income. Or D, they gonna get what I give them. All right. So I want you to pick in your mind which one you think. And there's no popular demand. I mean, there's no right or wrong answer. Technically, uh, I tell you what I say. Uh, but tithes is one ten percent. But um, that's kind of. So which one did you pick? <laughs> so uh, the, uh, this one had me rolling because they gonna get what they gonna get is is probably what you're gonna think about. Some people say. Um, and that's all we're going to do for now. Uh, and so as we have, so I hope you, um, had fun with that. I know I had fun getting these cards and so I'm, I'm tripping myself out as I read these. Um, but it's, it's fun. Some fun games to play. Um, I, I'd say that you need to enjoy your space, enjoy your time, have some fun today. Uh, one last question I want to ask as, as, as we get into the topic is for you to think about. Maybe you're out working out or you're, you know, listening to this on your drive commute or brewing some coffee in the morning or afternoon or in the middle of the night. Um, question for you to think about is simple. If you could eat one thing for the rest of your life, one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? And, you know, it's easy for me. <laughs> and if you know anything about me, I mean, there's a lot because I mean, I love I love eating. I love food. I love I love cooking. Um, I love seafood is on the top of my list of things to eat. I can eat shrimp, you know, absolutely love shrimp po' boys. I can smash fries all day. Um, but one thing for the rest of my life and that was it. It's pizza. I mean, seriously, like what else is there? What else is there to exist other than pizza? And my favorite type of pizza, we don't have, there is no debate. It is the best kind of pizza ever. It is pineapple and pepperoni, period. That's what I put on my pizza. I love pizza. Let's have pineapple and pepperoni. Most places do it pretty good. Um, I enjoy it. So I can eat that all day, every day because it's got the sweet and salty balance. You know, you got the layer of bread with the a good thick crust is also great. So pizza, that's my go to. All right, guys. 
So we are we are having fun. We're moving right along. And so I just want to um, bring over the topic as we think about this theme. What do you do when you don't feel like it, (laughs) you know? And so I actually I read a lot of books and I think about that question of pursuing your vision and pursuing your 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 mission, your purpose in life. And so I often make goals in life and I do it monthly. I write out my goals. I've done New Year's resolutions and I've done, you know, constantly thinking about ways to improve myself, improvement plans, you know, physically, emotionally, mentally, uh, socially, professionally, just thinking about the goals that I accomplish. So some of the books that I've read that's helped me in that in that uh, I read the book is called The Pursuit. I got to tell you the authors. I forget, but that's a good one. The Slight Edge. Uh, that's also a good one. The Tipping Point. That one's by Malcolm Gladwell. Those are good books. Those though, all those books say something very similar. And I think they address the problem of why we love and for me, why it's difficult and why and what happens when you just want to give up because it's it's as simple as it is is also the it's also the secret to success <laughs> but it separates people um and it's that slight edge that that tipping point it's the pursuit it really is that one thing they all have in common is daily activity daily i think that what stops me from you know, reaching my goals or the obstacles that I'm faced when I'm trying to pursue my goals is the daily, the little bit daily. You know, it's like the reason why is because the problem is that I don't notice everything each day. You might set a goal and you may take minimal steps. And sometimes in the middle of it, in the pursuit, in the essence of it, it takes too long to get to the place that you're trying to get to. And so what happens is as you're pursuing, as you're trying to do these things and you're going and you've been going for a long time, even a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time, you get tired. For me, I get discouraged. I get tired. So, for example, losing weight, you know, that's something that I think most people, if you haven't tried to lose weight and you are and you're, you know, magically the weight that you want to be because you, and you eat pizza and cookies all day. I don't know. Um, my genes don't allow me to do that. <laughs> so, um, I have often, often set goals of losing weight, you know? So I would say I'm going to eat certain things. I'm going to exercise a certain way. And so I don't notice day by day how my weight changes. And so if I can, I know what to do mentally. I have in my mind, I know exactly what to do to go to where I want to go. I know what you got to eat and how you got to exercise and how often you got to do it and what you got to avoid. I know the what's and what nots. However, when I look in the mirror and I don't see a change, it gets discouraging. I'm like, well, I've been doing this. You know, I go hard in the gym three weeks and then I'm like, man, you know, I've been doing this and nothing happens. No change. I can't see it physically. So um, the little bit that you do. Another example for me is the uh, play the bass. When I was so about 20, man, it's it's been 20 years, 20 years ago, I was introduced to playing the bass. 
Now you would think, oh man, Smiley been playing the bass for 20 years. Yeah, 20 years. I had the same, I have the same exact bass. And I remember when I got it, you know, we were at church. I was thinking about, you know, I've always, like, I kind of had this, like, I want to play the guitar. So when I was a freshman in high school, my parents got me like a little, you know, a little small, like electric guitar. And I was playing on, dueling on a little bit. And I was like, this is fun. And so um, I knew a few people that did um, a guitar. Uh, and so I was like, man, I want to, I want to learn how to play. And so we ended up creating this like youth band, youth choir. And so they were like, Hey, we're going to, we want to sponsor a few people to learn some instruments. And I'm like, Oh my goodness, I can learn. Like they have a whole like band practice and player, like people like they're going to train me and teach me how to be a part of this. And so what happened was I ended up going every single week I went to this, I forgot the name of the place, but they had, you know, you, you rent the, um, you rent to own the instrument and they do training. They had free training with the rent to own. So every single, every single week I would like learn the basics. I held the guitar, you know, playing the bass and learning how to just, you know, learning each instrument, um, each, uh, you know, how to hold it each, uh, you know, I didn't read, read music, but more like how to each, uh, note sounds and things like that. After that, I ended up practicing with the choir. And so the musician, shout out to Mr. Phillips, who um, plays the growing up. He was the choir director at our church, played the piano by ear. Brilliant minded. Anytime I see him in music is brilliant. So he just plays, just listens and plays anything that he hears. And so he would know the bass line. And so he was like, hey, like, um, follow my lead. <laughs> so he taught me how to listen to like the notes and so it's like all right this is the baseline do 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 and then i would like follow it and so i learned like the major major chords and where the where the notes were located and then i would follow the the baseline that mr phillips would, would play uh on the piano and so that's kind of how i learned and i would learn like two or three songs play with the church play with the choir and that was fun so well the reason why i ain't playing it now is because i didn't see a lot of results after like I learned it played it good but then in order to get really good there's daily activity and I didn't do it <laughs> I didn't do it the it would be in my closet and then every time I pull it out the closet to play it would be like I know the one or two notes that I played back then but it's like yeah so another thing that I've tried now you're gonna be like man Smiley's just try he tries and fails so much I used to want to know how to uh sword fight and um, I actually got some fencing swords for my for Christmas one year. Now, my parents love me, so they got me some fencing swords one year and I absolutely loved it. So on Christmas, I took them out and I played around with it, but I was not trained. <laughs> I uh, had the little helmet and the swords and I still have those. Uh, I got them over 20 years ago at this point, And so, yep. Where are they now? In the closet. So daily. The thing is, if I don't see quick results in my pursuit, you know, that book, The Pursuit, if I don't see immediate results in anything that I try, then I get discouraged by it. Like I'll pursue it and I get emotionally drained, you know, and that's something that I, I don't know if I'm the only one that does that. But it's like I have a lot of goals. I set them forth. I want to accomplish them. But if I don't if I don't see anything different in the first couple of weeks or the first even month, then I'm just like, why am I doing this for what? 
And I think that right there is the problem. That is right there is the problem of why sometimes I just don't feel like it because <laughs> I get I, I try and I see failure or I face an obstacle or I just don't see nothing. Like I just see um, just see a wall. And so that that happens often. Now, I'll tell you just one as we think about like the, the power of that wall that made me think about it as I'm just processing now is and I'll use the the discipleship house as an example. So one of the projects that we're working on in the nonprofit is the discipleship house. It's a about um, three years ago. Has it been three? Maybe it feels like longer, <laughs> maybe four years. Um, so basically I had this vision to have a discipleship house for college students to live in. And so um, I casted the vision to a lot of people and then I ended up finding a property close to the Jackson State. And so I acquired a property and I began to start the renovation process. And so as I started the renovation process, I didn't know what I was getting into. Um, I just started it, kind of jumped in blind. And so I um, as I was doing that, I saw a lot of success. Things were coming, you know, and that's the thing. Immediate success was great. Like it was like, oh, man. And that's another thing about pursuing. Maybe sometimes I go all in because I start feeling immediate success. Like I go into the gym. I feel the 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 muscles tensing when I first go in. If I start jump roping every single day and I'm seeing, oh, man, I'm getting a little bit you know, out of breath. So I'm seeing something different um, about my body. Um, but also, as I think about the the house, I had vision and I cast it and people started surrounding me around it like volunteers, hundreds of volunteers were coming to the home. You know, we would, you know, uh, stack up. We filled up, you know, a whole summer. We filled up how many different. um, It was a lot, (laughs) a lot of dumpsters. I can't even remember. Maybe like I feel like we filled up a dumpster every single week for the whole summer. Just filled it up with with the the sheetrock and the the, you know, bricks and, and a lot of the just the yard like a lot of just the old debris in the house we just filled it up cleaned out the whole house and did a lot of like demolition of some old stuff we removed electrical removed plumbing and this is over time and so after about a year and a half or so I saw all this stuff and then it just kind of hit a wall and I'm just like man and honestly I was I was I did not want to go inside that house it was even before the pandemic after about the summer of 2019 I stopped everything stopped it was just like now what I think I needed some money I needed somebody to renovate like I needed I got I had all the old stuff removed but I needed to put new stuff in and I'm like I don't know what to do next I really was stuck I hit a wall and I think about the goal that I accomplished in my mind was when I bought the house in 2018, I wanted it done by the end of 2018. I was like, I'm going to get this house ready. People are going to be living in it. We're going to have a discipleship house by 2018, whatever. And it's 2022 and the house is still not open. But what happened was I got I hit a wall after seeing major success, but then it's slowing down immediately. So you see a lot of success, you slow down and boom, a wall, brick wall. I was there. And so that's kind of what happened with this discipleship house. And I think what is the cause of this uh, brick wall? Or I've heard someone say uh, when you're in a revival and transformation, certain things you're in, the 
you get to a loop of despair. And that's this book called Longing for Revival. Uh, it talks about this this period of time where you're pursuing something in the vision and you see a lot of success early on. But then you're challenged with your vision. You're challenged with the idea. Hey, is it are you are you for real? Do you think this you really want to do this? And so that thing, that's the challenge. What is the cause of those challenges? What are the cause? I think reality is, you know, reality sets forth. But I think one of the causes of those problems that we're faced is a comparison world. So like for me, I'm pursuing and I have a I have an agenda in my mind and I'm pursuing something. And then if it doesn't fit the standard of what I think should happen, then I'm stuck. And so I'm looking and like, man, these other people, they got this house done. And, you know, a few minutes I remember seeing I remember seeing a few things happen while I started. I bought the house in West Jackson. And so I saw. There's a spot over in um, in Westland Plaza there. They started they tore down this like empty lot. They tore down an empty lot and built a bank, Bancorp South, right at the corner of Ellis and uh, and Robinson. And so as they're doing that, I'm watching the process and I'm just like. Man, they got done in like a few months. <laughs> so I'm like, and I'm down the street, not even maybe a mile or so, a mile and a half away. My house has been empty. They literally built it from nothing. Like it was like an empty lot of like I think they used used car lot that they just tore down, demolished. It was dirt. Then they built it up into a whole full fledged bank and is running now. Like I deposited some money in there the other day. Like it's like it's it's been there. And so I'm like, and, and that's the comparison where as I see success in other people, I can look on Instagram or see through the window. I don't see always the struggles of other people, you know, and I think that's part of the cause of the problem is that when I'm in comparison mode, I'm looking at the success of other people, but not looking at the struggle of the other person, not looking at the obstacles that the other person just overcame because I don't see that. I don't see the late nights. I don't see the tears. I don't see the no's and rejections. I don't see any of that. I don't see the, I just don't feel like it. I'm just going to go ahead and get a donut. (laughs) Like, I don't see that. I see the apple tree and the success. And I'm like, man, it took them, you know, a day. And I've been working at this for five years, you know? So that's part of the cause of the problem. Sometimes our goals are too lofty. You say that to a visionary, like your goals are too high. Well, I mean, we can dream and I'm a dreamer. Like I'm, I dream big and I think about not that the goal shouldn't be bigger or the vision shouldn't be bigger than yourself. That's not the reality. Like, I think that's fine. Like, I think that I love dreaming huge. Like, I think dreaming huge is, is one of the, is an amazing thing that we should all do. But I think that the lofty part of it is maybe the fact that it's not realistic in a sense that you try to do things on your own. So like for me, I'm not a superhero. And so there are certain limitations of my personal being. And so if I have a, a goal of me accomplishing something by myself, the reality is it's too lofty because I'm thinking I can do this by myself. And when I can't do it by myself, I get discouraged. I get drained. I get emotionally like, oh, man, I tried and I failed and I'm a failure. And that's I think that's the idea of too lofty, like not that. OK, I can't I can 
get this house renovated. The lofty part is I want to get it done in two months. Right. That's the lofty idea. Well, what's the strategy to get it done in that process? I think the too lofty is like meaning that it's not practical in a sense that I'm I'm one person. I never renovated a house before. And the thing is, I didn't have the the, the funds secured. I didn't have uh, I even have a contractor in place. I didn't have a lot of things in place for my goal to be set I'm going to get this done in two months. Like you didn't know what you were doing, Jason. (laughs) And so the idea is that the goal was big, which is great. You want to renovate this 5,000 square foot house that people can live in. You want to do that. Great. That is a good goal. It's bigger than yourself. You need it to be able to accomplish it beyond yourself. Therefore, you need other people in the process to help you towards that goal. And I think that's a goal that's big. And the other problem with with I think the cause of the why we just want to give up sometimes is maybe our goals are too low because the thing about it is if your goals are too lowly if your goals are too low and you reach them you get discouraged you know I remember if you ever um was a kid or seen a kid I, I, I think I was one of those kids I knew a couple of those kids in school where they would they were brilliant brilliant minded but they would make well that wasn't me but they would make all the f's and the reason why is because they could do the work and they just didn't feel like it, you know? <laughs> so they were like, they would do the work. They could do it. It's too easy for them. It's like, it's not even challenging. It's not challenging their mind. So they just don't even try because they rather do something else that pushes them. And I think that if you set your goal too lowly, then you you actually can get discouraged. You can get discouraged because you're just like, well, what's the point? Like, okay, well, I'm gonna go to school. And, you know, you can do, you know, you can make A's, but just like I'll set up for C's or something like that, you know, or, um, you know, maybe you set your goal of ex- let's you talk about exercise. Let's say you set your goal to walk around the block once, you know, you can do that. It's easy for you. Um, so for me, I have to push myself because it's it's more fun when I push myself a little bit more than what I could do, because if I I have a goal and I just recently increased my goal. I've been doing a move goal on my watch, at Apple watch, and it was at 500 move for like 500 calories burned. That's my move goal in 30 minutes of exercise. And so I was doing that. And honestly, I got bored after like, I mean, I've done it every single day. I've not missed a day since July 1 of 2021. And so I've done, I've reached my goal every single day. And so I recently increased it at the beginning of March because after you know, from July to February, I was like, man, like I'm kind of getting bored. Like I'm accomplishing it. And I'm like, it's kind of, it's, I'm glad it's done, but maybe I need to increase my goal. So now I increased it to 700, um, calories and 40 minutes of exercise. And so I think that's part of like pushing myself a little bit further, just a little bit further. But I think when, when I, the cause of me wanting to give up is if my goal is too lowly and I accomplish it and I don't feel like nothing like I just like it's not even a big deal anymore and so I think that's part of the challenge of pushing yourself so I've been talking yeah I've been talking and uh, I want to actually want to talk about the solution so we talked about dealing with a lot of issues when it comes to not wanting to just wanting to give up so this morning I woke up and I set myself some March goals and so I said, you know, I didn't say, I mean, it's middle of March now, like it's literally the middle of March. And so I set myself goals at the beginning of March of like, these are things I want to do. 
And one of those things was I want to give myself a treat day once a week. And so I did that. I've been doing that. And then throughout the week, I've been wanting to be more kind of, you know, watching my what I eat, c- consuming certain things that I want to consume just for my own health. And I wanted to be, I want to be healthy. Like that's one of my goals in life is I want to be I want to have a quality of life and I want to enjoy. I listen to my body. I try to figure out, you know, what's ailments that are in my body and what kind of nutrients I need um, to, to consume. So I, I like going to the farmer's market. I enjoy, you know, eating, you know, fresh uh, produce, organic, you know, grass fed beef. And like I love I absolutely love that kind of stuff. But like I said at the beginning, if I had one food to eat every day, all day, all the time. It would be pizza. <laughs> I also love cookies. I love pizza and cookies. Those are my two favorite things. And I love junk food. I am a junk food junkie. And we'll, we'll, well, I'll let you hear that poem. But I'm like, man, I absolutely love junk food. Just as much as I love junk food, as much as I love, I love healthy foods. Like, I love that kind of stuff. So I set myself a goal to balance. You know, like, I, I don't want to give up donuts. I absolutely love donuts. And they built this donut shop walking distance from my house which I'm like oh my goodness it was converted from a subway and now it's a donut shop and the donuts melt in your mouth and I'm just like and you if you use your card you have to spend at least four dollars so you know I'm gonna buy half a dozen (laughs) and I live by myself so I'm just gonna eat the whole box so yeah um I'm like man I could eat this every day (laughs) so I woke up this morning it's a Wednesday as I record this and I'm like, do I want to have a donut, a box of donuts or an apple? And so I remember about, you know, uh, 12 years ago, we were riding, driving to the West Coast to visit my brother for Christmas. We drove from basically from Florida to to Sacramento, which is a full trip. And so on the on the on the midway trip we got to we stopped in Vegas at a hotel, um, stayed overnight I think, and NBC Suites. And they have, you know, the best breakfast at if you have a you know, most hotels, that that's a really good hotel breakfast if you like hotel breakfast. They, you know, cook to order type food. So they had these amazing looking like quality looking donuts that I was like man this looks amazing they also had right next to it a bunch of fruit and solid looking good apples so this is what the title of this message I mean the title of this uh, podcast is do you want to get an apple or a donut (laughs) so the reality is donuts are just sugar and carbs. Like that's all it is. You know it. And it's like, you only eat it. There is no nutrients in a donut. It is sugar and carbs. There is nothing healthy for you in a donut. It is just to taste good. (laughs) That's it. And it is delicious. And so the option between a donut and an apple, I mean, an apple has, you know, vitamins and nutrients and it's fresh. And, you know, if you get it fresh Uh, and so those are the options, they taste different. They're sweet. They can satisfy a sweet tooth. Donut has empty calories. 
apple, actually you burn more calories than you consume when you eat it. So it's negative calories. So it's actually better. So I woke up this morning (laughs) and I was like, man, like that is something I'm really thinking about. Like, should I get a donut? This donut place is right over here. I already had some sweets like my I gave myself a treat on earlier this week. So I'm like, I did my treat day. But should I go ahead and just, you know, ain't nobody going to notice. It's just me, you know. Like, what's what's the reason why I'm setting these goals? Like, okay, like, what's one donut going to do? You know, if I'm trying to lose, I mean, I'm not trying to lose weight as much as I'm just want to be healthy. But I'm like, well, you know, maybe I need to lose a little bit of weight. I mean, I probably do. But regardless, should I get a donut, a box of donuts <laughs> or an apple? So how did I how did I solve this 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 crisis in my mind as I woke up this morning? Because I absolutely even when I went to sleep last night, I was like, maybe I should just go ahead and indulge in donuts tomorrow as I fell asleep and I woke up with the same thought in my mind. Sometimes they say cravings last, you know, about um, 90 seconds. But I slept on it and woke up and still had that same thing. (laughs) So I'm like, what do I do? So I didn't do anything. I actually, um, I, you know, drunk some. Uh, I have this like Zoa energy drink that I drunk just to kind of start off my day. Uh, and then it's like a B vitamin type energy drink. And I, I woke up with that. No sugar. And then I decided to do something different. Um, I've been wanting to try out my juicer. So. The solution to this problem I face is I had to I had to tell myself to have some fun and also to enjoy something new. So I bought this cold press juicer that if you check out my Instagram stories, I might save it on Instagram or Facebook or whatever. I kind of tried it out for the first time today. So it's been in the box. It's been boxed up. I bought it with the vision of like, man, I'm going to. You know, I'm going to juice every day. <laughs> Big visions. But I was like today I are, and I always and the thing is, I went shopping uh, to have the fruits. So I had all my fruits and vegetables. I looked up ingredients of like what some I've had some really good, slow, cold pressed juices um, that I enjoy. And one was called vision. Right. <laughs> so the vision juice has beet, pineapple, apple, carrot ginger and lemon lemon ginger is like the key ingredient to every juice and so i was like i could just eat an apple i've had apples i could eat the apple you know it'll you know temporarily it'll give me you know some nutrients that i need but let me try out this new fun machine (laughs) and make and try to duplicate this vision drink that i had that i loved so i did it i got the beat I cut it. I watched it. I made it a game. Like I made it a whole like thing. I took pictures before and I set everything up in front and I was like, this is going to be fun. And I started doing it. And so as I was doing that, I enjoyed the process and I've enjoyed the moment and I enjoyed like developing it. So when I was able to get to the end of this juice and it was delicious, the process was a little, it took, it took about, you know, 20, 30 minutes of the whole process to develop which I could have just grabbed an apple and then kept going on my day. But I'm like, this was amazing. So I I, still, I decided to just enjoy that moment and appreciate it. And that's really what I think can help us as we think about our vision, 
as we think about how to maintain vision in the midst of the brick wall or the loop of despair, I think what helps us, one, is to have fun. Honestly, whatever it is your goal is that you set forth that you feel like maybe I don't feel like doing it. Maybe you're writing a book and you went through the process and it's like, man, like I'm, you know, I started, I saw some amazing success and now I'm stuck. Or maybe, you know, you're trying to publish something for the first time and you're like self-publishing, you're going through all this stuff and you're like, man, I don't know what to do next. You know, um, maybe you're, you know, you have some physical goals or maybe you have some financial goals or whatever it is that you've been pursuing, you know, educational goals or whatever it is. Sometimes I know it's not it's not odd to face that wall, right? It's not odd to face the the loop of despair. <laughs> it's not odd to face that obstacle. Um, when we get into that comparison mode, it, we can stay in that. We can stay in that loop. We can stay into that despair. We can stay into um, that struggle because we're looking at other people instead of looking at, wait, let me turn my eyes off of them um, because they're pursuing their own goals. Let me focus on my own thing and have fun in the process. So just like I was doing with the with that uh, juice, I was making it fun. So I chose I did not choose the donut, y'all. I did not choose the donut. I could have and I still can tomorrow. <laughs> Each day is tough. Uh, and I, I give myself a treat like I like I'm like the thing is I'm gonna give myself a treat. And that's another thing is give yourself grace. I think that the challenge that I've faced with my goals in life is that I've been so dogmatic and I'm talking to myself. Some of y'all probably give yourself enough grace. That's fine. But for me, I have beaten myself up so much that I have been like I look at some of the journals that I wrote. and I'm just like, be kind to yourself, Jason be kind like I just like it's okay <laughs> you, it's okay like it's okay I just want to tell myself that so but give yourself grace that's one thing that I learned over sabbatical so I spent January of last year 21 January to June doing six months away from my day-to-day work and I was working on my own goals I had set five goals and I actually didn't go reach any of them uh, towards that, those goals and so I set some step ladders to, toward to get to the goals and I went into that direction and they say, and this is the thing about goal setting is that when you shoot, and this is what my thought is like when you shoot for the stars and reach the moon, you're still out of the world, out of this world, you shoot for the stars and reach the moon, you're still out of this world. I think about that as like, maybe you don't accomplish them, you know, and it's okay. Like maybe you're shooting, maybe your goals are big, you know, that's fine. Dream big and you reach half of it. <laughs> if you reach half toward, if you go half towards that goal, it's actually further than you would if you didn't reach towards something bigger. So that's, that's something I use to encourage myself. But at the same time, when you don't reach the goal, it's okay. I think that what I've learned about, uh, and this is from the book Pursuit, is honestly the process is 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 the battle the process is the goal pursuit makes a difference you know i told you earlier about my my move goal on my watch i actually made it it started from january july 1 2021 i'm currently on like 200 and you know 50 plus move days of like reaching all of my circles stand exercise and move as of uh you know march one 
I've increased that to 40 minutes and 700 calories burned. But the thing is on my watch, there's this amazing, uh, there's this amazing like star gallery that explodes every time you reach all of your circles. <laughs> and so I made it a game. Like I literally look at my watch. I'm like, okay, I got, you know, um, Oh man, I only I've only moved 257 calories. I'm at 30 percent of my move goal, so I would need to, you know, do this exercise in order to reach that goal. If I start off with the exercise of 40 minutes of exercise, I will reach my goal just by moving naturally. Like if I do some kind of exercise for 40 minutes, I'm going to reach 700 calories, even if it's a low demanding exercise. But sometimes I remember, like I would have to move. In the car, I'm just like, oh, my goodness, I'm driving and I'm not going to make it till midnight. I got an hour. I'm going to dance while I'm in the car. <laughs> so I move my arms. I'm I'm moving my body. I'm doing stomach crunches when tail touches in the car, cruise control. Like I'm I'm setting it up as a game because I wanted to I wanted to accomplish it. And so that's kind of something that I'm like, even though it's daily and I'm like, maybe I'm not, you know, I haven't lost the weight that I wanted to lose. And I look at other people that are way more fit than me often. I compare myself to that. I can do that. But I think that I set myself up a goal to say, you know what? This is a game. This is fun for me. And so as you make it have fun, as you take yourself to have, you know, have enjoy the process and then you give yourself grace and take a break. You know, it's like even with the move goal. I don't do the exact same exercises every single day. I think that's what allows me to kind of have fun. I have VR gaming and I put that as exercise. Like I put on my VR and I move around, you know, take a walk. It's different. Ride a bike, do a jump rope, go to the gym. Those are a lot of different things that I do. And I integrate multiple ways. Like if I don't feel like jump roping, then I'll go into the VR. If I don't feel like riding my bike, then, you know, I'll jump rope. If I don't feel, you know, one or the other. And I try to balance and, and try to do different things to reach that goal. And so that's the same way as like take a break to go to your goal and you can do different things. And so I gave myself a treat day. And I think that with the house, with the renovation of the house, I'm learning to have fun with that. You know, I think that's where I'm at right now is the goal is bigger than myself. I need other people around me. And I think that as I document, as I share stories even as I shared today, it's like I'm having fun and looking at the process. And so I've, I'm stepping back and seeing a big picture and enjoying the process, enjoying the moment that I'm in. And that's the only that's the only moment we have is the moment we got right now. So, y'all, this has been fun for me. <laughs> um, I hope that you've engaged well with our topic today. I know it can be challenging. So I just want to I just want to leave you with this encouraging. And we're going to we're going to end our time today. I want to share uh, the poem, the poem Junk Food Junkie. It's from my spoken word album 313. And um, yeah, I just want you to I'll leave our time with that. So tune in. We'll try to make a few more of these. If you like this and you want to know if you want more please comment please uh share as we share this uh of streaming on whatever platform podcast platform you can follow me at smiley jason underscore you can also look me up uh, that's on instagram or twitter you can um, definitely uh, leave a review let us know what you think if there's things that you don't 
uh, you disagree with, <laughs> feel free to email us info at andyabramsfoundation.org. That's A N D Y Abrams, A B R A M S Foundation, how it's spelled, dot org. And you can go to the same website, andyabramsfoundation.org, to just get updates about what we are up to. So, blessings, peace, and enjoy your day.
desperately leaves me hungry, spiritually. Truly never satisfying sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery is what I breathe. Idolatry, iPhone, iPad, I watch these devices control me. Late night text WYD, witchcraft, hatred, ignoring WWJD. Discord, creating enemies, jealousy, fits of road rage, selfish ambition, cause it's all about me. Chiefing on dissensions, factions, and envy. Poe up, drink, drunkenness, and orgies. I see fleshly visual sex phone glued to my eyes. Just one more look, five more minutes turns into hours on Facebook. Going ham and twerking videos on Instagram leaves me acting thirsty. Needing something deeper to drink, it's temporarily satisfying, but see. Have access to the living water who plants this tree that bears this fresh fruit to begin our state of recovery. My name is Jason and I'm a junk food junkie but the fruit of the spirit has set me free enabling me to eat the no matter what kind of fresh love, joy and peace. Patience and unconditional kind of kindness can consume my entire entity. I'm a junk food junkie but that was my former identity. Now it's goodness and God's true faithfulness full of grace and mercy. Gentleness and self-control will be me. I will rest in the hands of the Almighty and only He can bring me to true recovery completely.